we the people of the United States, to form a more perfect union, secure the blessings of liberty, establish the Constitution. Hello friends and welcome to We The People Show. This is your host Tiger and how are you doing Bradley? I'm doing good, how are you? Pretty good. Now as promised, indicated last week, we will be talking about the uh, mayoral election, the mayor's election that's been going on across the country. Well we're not gonna go every city in America, that's too much. And um, we're just going for example locally in, in Texas. And just an announcement real quick, this will be the last episode of September because the first Thursday of October there will not be an episode because Bradley, you and I will be in different cities and it's just inconvenient to record. So the first episode of October will be the second Thursday and we will be talking about the governor's election here in Texas between Governor Abbott and uh, Robert Francis Loser O'Rourke. So regarding the mayor's election, back on topic... Uh, first of all, to knock it out of the way, Bradley, what's your opinion of Jane Houston, the San Marcos, Texas mayor? Well, I don't know much about her, but um, she seems to be doing a pretty good job in the city of San Marcos. Um, and uh, I did vote for her in 2020, I think. Uh, I don't entirely remember. But... I know all those elections go like pretty quick right yeah <laughs> just goes back it just goes by in a flash and okay 2020 you voted for her let's say um, did you recall voting for her in 2018 i think that's was when she first she was first elected i might have voted for the incumbent at the time oh and funny enough that incumbent at the time is now running again pulling a terry mcauliffe move <laughs> against houston but we will see in the 2022 cycle and Bradley, I think you already stated your answer that you will vote for Jane Houston unless she does something stupid that piss you off in 2022, right? Well, uh, I need to look at the other candidates to be certain. Maybe there's a candidate better than Jane Houston. Who knows? Yeah. It's always good to have multiple options. And that's there's that, folks. The city of San Marcos, Texas, and nearby Austin, Texas, where I, where I live now. Of course, uh, the current one, Steve Adler, he sucks. But fortunately, he's not eligible to run because of term limits. And the candidates out there, the th there are multiple actually running for Austin mayor. But there are three that stand out. Democrats, Kirk Watson, Cecilia Israel, and Republican, the only one, Jennifer Verdon. Uh, Bradley, what is your opinion on the three candidates? Oh, um... Uh, say those candidates again. There's Kirk Watson, for one. Let's start with him. Oh, um, well, I know he was a former state senator, uh, representing uh, chunks of Travis County. Good chunk of it. In the city of Austin. Most of it, I think. Um, and Bastrop, parts of Bastrop County, if not all. Uh, he was considered the most left senator in the state senate. And, but even then, I'm not even sure how left he was because he was a senator from 2006 until... Or he was elected in 2006. So, from 2007 to... What, like 2019 or... 2020. 2020. 
Yeah. So I remember, so, like, he resigned or something, and you, you did write a tweet about it, if you could recall. Yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know too much about him other than he was the most left center technically, but I don't, even then I don't think he was like a Bernie Crap or AOC type of guy. Uh, and Cecilia Israel? Yes, yeah. the other Democrat. Yeah. I believe she's more left than him and is a current state rep- representative of Texas. Yeah, correct. Uh, represents part of Travis County, a little sliver of it. Uh, I, uh, I don't know too much about them, but I probably wouldn't like them since they're pretty left and they're Democrats. Okay, I guess that's your take, Bradley. Yeah. And, um, you're right about that. Cecilia Israel is, uh, far more left than Kirk Watson. Kirk is left, but, uh, at least he's not the Bernie crag, like you said. He's... I would say he's the... Mainstream Democrat. Yeah, mainstream establishment. And basically the city of Austin's version of um, Senator Joe Manchin in West Virginia, U.S. Senator. But he's the difference is Manchin's conservative, while Watson's actually a liberal slash left in that kind of range. But either way, he's establishment, not like a true Bernie-crat slash progressive. While Israel, on the other hand, is actually left, like, Bernie Crat type, or Bernie Sanders type, that is. Mm-hmm. And, okay, um, I'm gonna, I know you definitely know, not know much about Jennifer Verdon, so I'm gonna give you a summary. It's, she's a former businesswoman and real estate agent, actually. She did try running for city council, but lost. Now she's going for mayor. Um, just as a first impression, what do you think about that lone Republican's chance in a city like Austin, a blue city? Uh, she probably won't win, which is really sad. I mean, unless, like, maybe she was, like, a super, like, a rhino Republican that can create a coalition with, like, Republican, uh, that, that basically gets most votes from Democrats, independents, and a good number of Republicans. Uh, I don't think her chances are good. Yeah, I agree that her chances are pretty slim, like too low right now, even none even. But um, I I have to tell you, Bradley, I actually met one face-to-face with Jennifer, and she's a pretty sweet lady. She actually listens to my workplace radio station. So that's cool. But uh, she, yes, she is a, actually not a rhino. She's is a fairly open to the MAGA type. But the thing is, you can't really appeal too much to that, run too much on that. Otherwise, uh, independents, moderate Democrats are not going to vote for you. And like you said, Bradley, she Verdon does need uh, moderate Democrats, mainly their vote in order to win. But the chances right now, from what I've seen, the campaign trail, it's not looking good. And... Austin, the city of Austin folks are one of the cities that have this so-called runoff system. Now, I could be wrong, correct me, but um, it's it's this system which, you know, uh, it's kind of like the, in some states, you know, the jungle primary in, say, California, I think Washington State as well. Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of like Louisiana. that. Louisiana. Yep, runoff system, in which the the first, the person with the most votes and the second most votes gets to go to the 
the general, but it's different in Austin. All of them, all of them are all the candidates, regardless of party, are on the ballot. It's supposedly nonpartisan, and there is a runoff system that's kind of like Georgia Senate in twenty twenty one. You know the runoffs, Olsoff, Warnock, all them people. So if it goes down to a runoff system, uh, it'll likely between it'll likely be between one of the like two of one of the three I named. You know Bradley. So if it's like Israel versus Watson, which is the first higher chance, then yeah, it's a tough competition, and I would personally prefer Watson over Israel. And besides, Watson's been mayor before, actually, from like '97 to '03, I think. Really? Yeah. Oh. So he is a Terry McAuliffe there before becoming a state senator. Oh, he's definitely an establishment Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, what did the polls say so far? Uh, that's the thing. I've been searching for a long time. I haven't seen much polls, which is tricky. Because that's the thing, Bradley, with politics, is that you get to see national elections polls, and some statewide, not so much with citywide. But let me ask you this. Have you seen the polling for city of San Marcos mayor's election? I have not. And that probably would be even harder to find than Austin. Yeah, exactly. See, I find it weird, since Austin's bigger than... Uh, San Marco city limits and population. Yeah, so honestly, weirder. honestly, the smallest uh, polls that that are easier to find are for congressional races. Right, it seems like <laughs> U.S. House like, that is. Yeah, like if you're if you're and then once you get to like uh, state legislature elections, you can't really find polls on like individual races. It's hard. Rarely will you find a map that shows like an, like it won't have actual numbers. Like it will just say if it's like. Lean Republican, lean Democrat, toss up. Right, those kind yeah. of ratings. Or like some races will have like uh, you know the chances of a party holding or flipping a, a chamber in the state legislature for any state. Mm-hmm. It's like tilt R, tilt a D. Yeah, so uh, basically, as I was saying, if it goes to the the city of Austin mayor's election, if it goes down to the the runoff situation, which is likely, if it's between Watson and Israel. I would prefer Watson, but if Verdon somehow manages to make it into the runoff, it depends. If she's going against Israel, oh, she's easy to beat because moderate Democrats see Israel and be like, oh, she's too, way too extreme than, than what I stand for, my, you know, my values. And if it's uh, Verdon's, if Verdon's going against Watson, that's a lot tougher since Watson had experience as mayor and he's able to gather the, the, the Democrat base, basically both moderate, you know, all of, everyone, establishment, or, I mean, liberal, moderate, and progressives, I bet, even. Yeah. So, we will see who will be, um, who will be facing each other in the runoff election. Hopefully it'll be Watson and Vernon. Yeah. Just so, like, uh, well, because that way there'd be no chance of Cecilia, um, Becoming mayor. Yeah, just... Cecilia is basically a... Um, what's, how do I describe it? Oh, the city of Austin's version of Jessica Cincinnati's. You know, that congressional candidate. Yeah. So there's that. There's two mayor's elections so far in in Texas going on. Um, city of San Marcos and city of Austin. Not really sure about other cities, but do your research, folks, into it wherever city you live in to see if there's a city-wide mayor's elections. 
because you know Bradley that those policies the mayor's policies impact you more than a state legislature or a congressman it affects you more directly yeah more directly that's the word the term now Bradley um, he's not up for election uh, the mayor of McAllen Javier I can't pronounce his last name but Javier he's he was elected in a special election or or general election I'm not sure back in 2021 and he's been serving ever since and now that's historical because I think we did a video on it Bradley if you remember you know we the people show channel that's right yeah and he, first McAllen's first Republican uh, mayor for the first time in a you know historically democratic area it's all because of uh the voting trends since 2020 you know the south texas trended more towards the right while yeah. in other results the suburbs of texas shifted left but anyway the shift the rightward shift of the south texas region is the primary was the primary cause why McAllen elected a republican mayor because they just they're just fed up with the democrats you know shifting away from their values and uh, who, which voters would we be referring to? Of course, the Latino voters down in South Texas, because they believe in family and, you know, God. And Democrats nowadays are shifting away from that. You know, they're like, no God, uh, no family, all sugar daddy government. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to put it. Yeah. And so, yeah, basically, just point out there, why I mentioned McAllen all of a sudden in South Texas? Well, it's because to compare it, I mean, sure, Republicans in Austin maybe try to be motivated to flip a blue, uh, a blue city's mayorship, but that's gonna be tougher. McAllen's was easier because of first of all the rightward sh shift, and secondly the national environment at the time in Texas. While Austin's different because it's a much bluer, more democratic area, so it's a, it's a, it's a big challenge ahead for Verdon, am I right? Very much so. And lastly, but not least, there's another major, um, mayor's election in the country, Los Angeles, California. Uh, Bradley, first of all, do you know anything about that race? Oh, I think Karen Bass is running, the former congresswoman. Yeah. The current one, I don't remember. Well, either way, Congresswoman Bass going up against this billionaire dude, Rick Caruso. And I have seen some polls that looks like Rick wasn't doing so great from the last I checked. But who knows, a lot could happen between now and November. But he did manage to pull his number second um, after Karen. And that's why just these two are facing each other this November. And I think, yeah, Los Angeles is just like Austin. They also have this runoff system. Is he is he a Republican or Democrat? A Democrat. Oh. Los Angeles would definitely be made more bluer than Austin. Oh, certainly it is. He, Rick Caruso, funny enough, actually used to be a Republican, but he switched parties, of course, to Democrat to really have a shot at winning, you know. What, how long has he been a Democrat for? Uh, I can't. I, I haven't checked that. 
Yeah, because if you just, just changed it for the election, it probably won't help him much. Right. But, like, if it's been, like, a decade ago, yeah. If it's been, like, yeah, you have a point. There you go. That's one way to put it. If it's recent, then not a shot. But if it's, like, for years, then maybe. It would make him look like a grifter if he did it recently. Right. And, uh... But regardless, I would hope Caruso would beat Bass, because Bass is very left-wing from what I've heard. Yes, you're, cur- you're certainly correct about that. And Bass tried to shift her message away from the defund the police uh, rhetoric. But we know back in 2020, she's very anti-police and pro-defund the police crap. In which all, in, in which reality, we should all back the blue. Fund, not defund the police. Defend the police, more like. But sadly, that's just not on the minds of these so-called progressive people in L.A. And I think Rick, Rick Caruso should run on um, public safety because just look at what's happening in L.A., all the crime and crap like that. Yeah. And, yep, it's a good thing that Caruso is running on the platform. And the only thing, my con- my only concern about him is that he's a billionaire and... Bass does have sort of an advantage campaign strategy to attack him for being rich. But um, how do you suppose these issues will play out in the eyes of the LA voters? The supposed eat the rich versus public safety. Oh, um, I I think honestly public safety would trump eat the rich because there's a lot of like uh, rich people in LA. Hollywood celebrities, though. Uh, ironically enough, they'd vote for Karen Bass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but but with uh, inflation going on, um, and crime skyrocketing, uh, of course these are like uh, some of the top two issues I believe going on right now in the election. But I think it would be easier to tackle crime because crime is a bigger issue in LA than people being really rich. <laughs> right. I think because if you connected two dots. Like, if you're really rich, okay, good job. That's your hard-earned money. But uh, think about public safety, the, the, you know, the protection to safeguard, protect those riches from the, the, the a-hole criminals. Right. So, yeah, there's that. Just hopefully public safety or common sense in general will get to LA voters and maybe turn out for Caruso. We just have to see. It's going to be a really interesting election between Caruso and uh, Karen Bass. And Caruso, by the way, folks, it's one of the few Democrats that I endorse on my election endorsements document. Bradley, you probably saw yourself in print that I endorsed 99% Republicans and just 1% Democrat. Right. It's only Democrats with common sense. That's right. No Bernie, no Bernie Sanders types. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. But our mutual commie friend would endorse <laughs> Bernie friend, Bernie types. <laughs> oh yeah, he loves Bernie types. <laughs> yeah, cringe. Very cringe. <laughs> so anyway, folks, uh, that concludes this episode for We the People Show regarding mayor's elections. Your turn and final thoughts, Bradley. Oh, uh, read up on your uh, your uh, municipality elections, local elections, and. See who's running for mayor. If there is a mayor election in your town, and study up the candidates and see who to vote for. Don't just settle for the incumbent just because they're the incumbent. You know, look at their policies and what they've done. 
right? Don't just settle for the incumbent of just simply fact that it's just one person you know. Just keep doing research on it to see which other candidates you will get to know their platforms. And don't just vote because, oh, I saw this person's so-and-so sign out there. Well, what if that person's platform uh, goes against your values, you know? So there's that, folks. Consider a lot of facts before stepping into the the voting station to vote. Mayor selections are just as important than any other election. In fact, they're the most important. It impacts you directly, everybody. So there's that, folks. Look into it. The mayor selections. I gave some examples. McAllen, Texas last year. San Marcos, Texas. And Austin, Texas this year. And also this year, Los Angeles, California. So there's that, folks. Well, uh, as I said, next week there won't be an episode due to Bradley and I having personal plans. McAllen. I'll be in Mech- oh Yes, I'll physically be in McAllen next week. And I'll be in Houston. Yeah. He'll be enjoying some music, and I'll be meeting some good people. Senator Cruz, hopefully, and Congresswoman Flores. And, uh, yep, and we will be back uh, the second Thursday of October to talk about the governor's race, Abbott and Beto. It's going to be interesting, Bradley. It's more cool that I will be physically be at the debate between the two. For sure. Have a great end of September, folks, and we will talk to y'all in October. Take care, folks. Later, y'all. We, the people of the United States, to form a more perfect union, secure the blessings of liberty, establish the Constitution.